0: Welcome to We Live on a Planet. It's Monday, December 10th, 2018. This is episode 299. Currently, here in the city of Oswego, right on the lake shores of Lake Ontario, it's 31 degrees. Feels like it's 27. Highs there are going to be about 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Gentle breeze out of the north at six miles per hour. Happy birthday to my oldest daughter, December 10th. It's Bethany's birthday. This time, two years ago, The four of us, my wife, my youngest daughter, Abby, and Bethany, we all went to Disney World, and it was so much fun. Just four adults in Disney, what a great time. I hadn't been to Disney in quite a few years. Last time I was at Disney, Upcot was still under construction, and the first time we went to Disney World was shortly after the park opened in the early 70s. So it was nice. I got lost in Disney my first time there in the early 70s. I was standing there with my parents and uh I turned and I thought they were gone, but they were just right next to me. And I remember crying and I was just a little boy crying and I was lost. And all the Disney characters, they brought me to like the jail area and they were all telling me, don't worry, you're not lost. You know where you are. Your parents are the one that's lost. We'll find them. <laughs> I just remember that so well. Besides Disney, we went to Universal Studios and it was so much fun. I think if we ever did that trip again, we would spend more time in Universal because Universal was just so fun and hip. and They have all the Marvel characters going around. Speaking of Marvel, have you checked out? I'm sure you have. Over 250 some odd million, might be more now, have seen the Marvel Endgame trailer, making it the most watched trailer in history. It's amazing to me that these superheroes and comic book characters have been embraced by the world. Because when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s, if you liked comics and if you liked Star Wars and all that kind of stuff, you were like a geek or a nerd. Now geek and nerd are embraced and people love that idea. But in the 70s and 80s, I mean, they even made movies about it. Revenge of the Nerds or Nerd, you know, it just... Nerds was not a good word back when I was growing up. And I, I tried to stay away from everything of being a nerd. So I kind of was a closet nerd because deep down I loved Star Wars. I still liked playing with Star Wars action figures. I can remember in eighth grade still playing with action figures with a neighbor that lived down the road. And then when I was in school acting like I was some big hotshot and didn't want anybody to know I was playing with action figures still it. In eighth grade. <laughs> they had the little G.I. Joe figures, and I a buddy of mine would play with those and it's just amazing. I you know, it makes me think of my older brother. I admire my older brother because he's always beat the drum to his own rhythm. He dressed how he wanted, he wore what he wanted. He could count the friends he had on one hand, and that was good to him. And I myself always wanted to be the popular kid. The popular one wanted everybody to like me, make sure I had the right clothes on, the right sneakers, the right hairstyle, the perfect mullet, <laughs> if there is such a thing. Mm-hmm. And I look back at it now and go, for what? It was all for not because I look at people now who dress different, act different or anything like that. I, I really admire that. I admire people who can just do their own thing. And I still struggle with that. I'm Now that I'm getting older, I'm almost 50 I'm I'm feeling a little bit ease more at ease with myself and being who I want to be and realize this is who I am and I'm happy with who I am, and it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about me, and I've always been too concerned about what other people think about me, instead of just beating my drum to my rhythm. So if you beat your drum to your own rhythm, kudos to you and keep doing it. Beat it hard and beat it loud. Stand out in a crowd. Be different. Practice, practice, practice too. Brings me to the meditation of the day. I never share a meditation of the day, but I meditate um, sometimes in the morning. Not as much as I should, but I've been getting back onto the meditation and I did it this morning. Have you ever meditated or tried? Try it. Take all the ideas of meditation and throw them out the window and just sit for 30 seconds or a minute. And believe it or not, you're meditating. You don't have to be that monk sitting up on a mountain with the mystic fog all around you sitting there for three hours going om, om, unless you want to. You can do that. That's meditating. But just taking a simple moment to breathe is meditating and to practice your habits. And so the meditation of the day, the mantra I want to share with you is, and try to do this if you can, I will practice the habits that will define me as a person of big heart, support, and dignity. I will stay close to my support network and feel that I am loved and supported. You, you first have to make the habit, and then the habit makes us. So you have to practice it. And Gandhi said, your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. Your values become your destiny. Practice, practice, practice as much as possible. I have a fun fact that I want to share with you. I also have this day of history and then we've got some phone calls. So stick around. The show's not over. It's just begun. I'll be right back. I hope you come back too. Welcome back. I'm so glad you came back. Are you ready to get a wrinkle on your brain? Okay. Why do we have two sets of teeth? The reason you have two sets of teeth probably comes down to size. Yeah, think about it. A full set of permanent teeth would be too big to fit in a young child's mouth. So the milk teeth act as a bridge until the jaw is large enough to accommodate a full set of permanent teeth. The last teeth that emerge are your wisdom teeth. Do you still have your wisdom teeth? I had all four of mine taken out years ago. I recently read an article on the internet, so it's got to be true if it was on the internet, but it was about our wisdom teeth and the, the, how people are being born right now without wisdom teeth. So I'm wondering, you know, is that a sign of evolution? Usually we think evolution takes hundreds of years and maybe it has taken hundreds of years because for hundreds of years, people, well, thousands of years, people have had wisdom teeth. But I'm sure thousands of years ago, maybe that appendix was a little bit bigger like a second stomach, who knows? So maybe one day we'll be born without appendixes as as well. But yeah, I thought it was interesting that there's people being born without wisdom teeth. And in maybe 10 years or more, I believe the article was saying that that could be the norm where people just will be born without them. I'm wondering, you know, it's weird because you think about humans way back in the day, we were a lot hairier and we've changed a lot in these thousands of years who knows what we'll be in another thousand if we make it. I love to think. I love to just, when one door, when I open one door, it makes me think of even more things. So I'm like, okay, so if, we, if we're if we being born without our wisdom teeth, some are, maybe appendix and stuff like that will come next. Maybe one day we won't, we'll be born without, we won't need hair at all. Balding will be a thing where it'd be, you just don't need it. Don't need it. Curious stuff, curious stuff. Stick around. We still got more things. I'm going to head on over to the History Channel's website, and then we've got some phone calls to take. I'll be right back. Welcome back. We are on the History Channel's website, and the first thing that pulls up is the first Nobel Prize is awarded in Stockholm, Sweden in 1901, five years after the death of Alfred Nobel. He was a Swedish inventor of dynamite and other high explosives. In his will, though, he, Nobel directed that the bulk of his vast fortune be placed in a fund in which the interest would be annually distributed in the form of prizes to those who during the preceding year, shall have conferred the greatest benefit of mankind. They're in the fields of physics, chemistry, medicine, literature, and peace. There's a bunch more about the Nobel Prize, and if you'd like to know about it, head on over to the History Channel Website. The Nobel Prizes are still presented annually on today's date, December 10th. So yeah, what else happened on this day of history? Ooh, 2009. Remember this movie, Avatar? It makes its world premiere. Yeah, that movie was good. James Cameron, the guy who directed Titanic, it became the highest-grossing movie in history. That was a good movie. It's basically Disney's Pocahontas, though. <laughs> That's what my oldest daughter told me. And I'm like, you know what? You're pretty right. What else do we have? I know I should have this prepared, but I like to just be, I want to read it for the first time with you. So when I, if, if I have these little bit of pauses, hey, I'm sorry about that. I'm just trying to scroll through and see if anything jumps out, such as this. In 1967, soul legend Otis Redding dies in a plane crash near Madison, Wisconsin. It's sad. Back in the day, a lot of those musicians would fly in these little tiny planes. That's what killed the Big Bopper and the guys that were uh, part of Leonard Skinner. Just small planes. 1830, Emily Dickinson is born. Here we go. 1993, were you alive? I was, and I remember this movie. It wasn't as good as the first one. But on this day in 1993, Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party time, it's excellent. Part two comes out. I remember saying it Live. That was so popular, though, when the Wayne's World came on. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. Frank Sinatra Jr. endures a frightening ordeal in 1963. Whoa, he was kidnapped in Lake Tahoe, California, on December 8th and is allowed to talk to his father briefly. <laughs> what? Yeah, if you want to, there's more to that. So I, I just gave you the little tiny thing uh what's that? A teaser. A teaser. Just a taste if you'd like to head on over to History Channel's website, find out more. And the last thing, 1915. Ford builds its one millionth car. Holy cow, one millionth car in 1915. There's a lot more you can learn on this day of history over at the History Channel's website. I encourage you to go get a wrinkle on your brain. History Channel, if you're listening, get a hold of me. I'll be your spokesperson. Hey, stick around. Speaking of spokespeople, let's hear from you. Stick around. Morning, Patrick. Just listened to your last episode where you were talking about how hard it was to quit smoking. Have you tried vaping? I'm saying this because I quit smoking years ago, but recently started up again. But I did not want to have any of it. So I threw away the tobacco. And I went out and I got myself one of those vape doodah things. And it's not that bad. I haven't touched a cigarette since. Can't put me vape down, but I haven't touched a cigarette since. Thanks for the phone call. That's I Jim. And he was talking my last episode I said how I've just really been struggling with quitting smoking and he suggested vaping to me. And so I took his advice. The other day when I was out of cigarettes, instead of buying cigarettes, I re-upped on my vaping supplies because I did vape for a while too, Jim. I quit I quit smoking for like a year and a half is my longest I've gone and picked up that nasty habit again. But uh, I did go out and buy a just a gas station vape. It's like the Views vibe. I do have the whole setup though, like with this whole Smok Alien kit or smoke, however you'd like to call it vape setup and um I gave that to my niece and then my other vape I gave to my oldest daughter and so I was out of vape pens except for this little gas station one that works perfect for me it's keeping me from not smoking it's not the same but it's a lot better than uh that tobacco and eventually I'm going to quit smoking or quit vaping too cuz I just I I don't I I just can't stand it. <laughs> I can't stand it. So thanks, Jim. Looks like we have another phone call and uh, we'll take it when we come back. Thanks, Jim. Take care.
1: Hey, my friend. I just wanted to point you into the direction of a show called Fringe. If you haven't seen it, it's very interesting. It's about fringe science and uh, dual universes. It's pretty cool. There's five seasons of it. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. I watched it with a former military buddy. And there were different episodes that came on. And he was watching it. And he's like, holy shit, the government is actually doing this stuff right now. (laughs) So that was kind of weird. But um, definitely check that show out if you have not seen it. I don't know if you'll like it. But I think you might. It's pretty interesting. But um, it definitely sucks you in. (laughs) anyways I hope you have a great weekend check out that show if you haven't seen it all right buddy we'll talk soon
2: okay I had to just go and do what we do now right when we can't remember we're having brain farts and or senior moments whatever you want to call them and you can't think of something and you know you know it but you just can't think of it so you need the help of the internet right you search okay so I found it yes this reminded me, or almost reminded me, sort of reminded me, about Charles Fort and the Fortian Society and what strange things he wrote about. Well he was pretty much about the first to make a compilation and original real book full of such very odd but but supposedly real real occurrences that happened here on this planet yes on this planet <laughs> and they made the 14 society come forth from this ratings and this man's
0: welcome back oh boy tammy and her french science and lisa the truth is out there huh is there something i need to know about you lisa that was fun i i will check out charles fort and the 14 society and Tammy, thank you for letting me know about Fringe Science. That show—I think I've heard of that show before. I'm either it's on the Discovery or History Channel. And you're talking about your military buddies remembering or watching that. And uh, I think I saw one about it about like smart bullets. We are right on the cusp. Science fiction becomes science fact nowadays. That's for sure. Thank you, ladies, both of you, for the phone calls. I do appreciate it. We have a couple more phone calls. Stick around.
2: Hi, Patrick, thank you for your call and I wish you all the best in upcoming new year too and keep growing your podcast. You do amazing work and peace.
0: There's so many reasons I love having this podcast. We live on a planet. It's because I feel like the planet is smaller instead of so large because it's allowed me to meet people such as Marcin, who's in Poland. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for phone calls from all over the globe. So thank you, Marchin. I do appreciate it. And thank you to all of you who take just a moment out of your time to leave me that minute phone call. I do appreciate it. Marchin, have a great, great new year. I do appreciate the phone call. And you keep up the good work with your podcast. And my producers tell me we have another phone call. Line one. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What is happening, Dr. Johnny Fever? This is Venus Flytrap just to call in to say, hey, what's happening once again? This is Venus Flytrap checking in with my friend Dr. Johnny Fever. Hey, man, we came a long way from watching WKRP on Cincinnati, didn't we? <laughs> All right, Doctor Johnny Fever. Congratulations on your success. Continue to do your thing. And this is Venus Flytrap, aka Cyber Shots, and I'm out. Peace. W-K-R-P in Boy, that brings back memories, doesn't it? Thank you. That is Cyber Shots, and uh, you know we've been doing this for about a year, him and I, and we 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 remember WKRP in Cincinnati. And there was Venus Flytrap and Johnny Fever. And it was all about DJs and being on the radio. And a lot of times I wished I was a DJ back in the day. And I can live vicariously through that little fantasy by talking to you and coming out in heaven. We live on a planet. So thank you for allowing me to be Johnny Fever to you. I appreciate you guys and I will talk to you guys real soon. Thanks again for your time. Thanks for the calls. Peace.